everybody. Welcome to this service tonight. God bless you. Come on now, the sure is Jesus.
how you all doing tonight good evening it's good to know you're on so let me know where you're watching from and if you're watching tonight first and first listen freedom is a trust in human arena freedom is political it depends on how much noise is going on around and if there's so much noise then you will make Ghana in court you will give them independence if there's so much noise then you give Nigeria independence but from God freedom is a trust yeah the biggest trust in the world I mean according to human standard is in billions they call things trust but in heaven there's only one kind of trust foundation and it's called freedom so Jesus looked at them and said, And you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. In other words, you have to pay for freedom by knowing and searching truth. So the world gives freedom based on politics. And the world is so funny, you know, I was reading something yesterday, and they, um, they, they said Britain has now decided to sell to Saudi Arabia um, just about a year ago they said it's principle not to because um, they believe that Saudi facilitated or was behind the death of Khashoggi a journalist a year after it is right too I, I don't understand it you think did the dead rise was the guy is the guy back to life is there but that's the world it's based on politics so I'm not joining to condemn or, or, or endorse any heart. It doesn't even actually matter. I really don't even care, to, to be honest, on that issue. <laughs> but freedom, as it were, is a choice. You don't protest for freedom. You search for truth and it sets free. You don't carry placard for freedom and equality. You get empowered in the mind and it becomes yours. And so again, freedom is a, is a trust. God trusts us with freedom. Please, your phone can't interrupt the preaching, you know, please. And so, tonight, why did I start with that? It's either God gives us the law in order for us to observe Sabbath. Or, it tells us to do so on the grace so I've seen people and, and our Sabbath is not Sunday or Saturday our Sabbath is once the worship and the word of God starts everything stops it is not so I've seen people that so you see why God will not trust us with freedom I've seen when we if we have to gather in the church in a church building pardon me you're there you're big things what we call big in the eyes of man what big is small in the eyes of God it doesn't sacrifices is not what he wants it's obedience and he says obedience is better than sacrifice and to akin is better than the fat of ram and so it reminds us tonight that there are certain sabbaths in our life there are certain uh, uh, covenant meetings in our lives there are certain covenant gatherings 
in our lives and you can't say well of course except if you're at work and all that uh, but you can't say well you know i'm gonna it is service on periscope so i'm gonna catch up with it later of course you can catch up with the word later after watching the first one but he commands everything that God commands as a law was already in his heart. So don't let anybody tell you it's just under the law. It was in his heart. The law was given so that they can see that they cannot obey it by the determination of, of, of heart. They can only obey it by the understanding of God and the fear and the reverence of God. And so there are certain times in our lives that every other thing ceases everything stops for the worship of God so what internet had made that do uh, our internet has made that depreciate is so that now you actually think you still fear God and walk in the admonition of God and internet just revealed that you never really did you know so you never no 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 you you came church sometimes because your line leader your pastors know that you don't want their problem you came just sometimes because there's nowhere to go now it says can you really sit with the word and every man must have their sabbath and that's not individual must ignore the gathering of each other the whole nation meaning the, the national family or spark nation gathering right now you can't be doing business it does it simply doesn't work that way babylon is not going to empower you against itself I told one of your brothers, he said, look, if you steal, right? And if you have the suggestion in your heart that you can use stealing, let's say stealing, robbery, whatever, whatever you want to call it, cheating, whatever. If you have a feeling in your heart that you can use that and then clean up and become a great man. One more thing you've got to add to that. Just one more thing. You've got to seek spiritual power, that one, because you will need it. So don't, don't do half game. Just go all the way because you're going to need it. You will need it. Wealth is not how smart you are, it's how powerful you are. So it comes and goes. The reason why you thought you can also now become great from cheating is because you... You've seen other people, some other people do it, but they sought power too. You've got to, you have to go all the way. The pastor, are you advising people to go all the way? What, what do you do afterwards after telling them what is right? That brings me to the next topic. I just want to lay foundation because what I'm about to talk about is quite, uh, is quite steering. I want to show you something about how to build a movement and how to impose in court the will of God on the nations. Now, that's a very determined thing that if I don't give you this foundation, those whose mind are already twisted will twist it and say, this is what pastor is trying to say. Now, that's twisting the word. Let me tell you, each time you twist the word, you just committed an affront against kingdom. But that's not for today. In the Ark of Noah, there were all sorts of animals. And we've said this before. That means that the, 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 the major problem of Noah and his children will be daily cleaning up. They, you just imagine the smell in the ark. 
By the time Noah finishes his round with his children, and remember, the only keepers in the ark was Noah and his family. There was no employee, no cleaner, nobody there was a cleaner. They all did the good and the dirty work. So they fed, they fed, it's like they fed the animals in order to clean their feces. So it means that there will be a time that you don't even differentiate. You can't differentiate between the smell of the goat's feces and Noah. It's smelling of the same smell the goat produces. So let's lay the foundation of this. There's no leader, there's no pastor that doesn't want to smell after cleaning the feces of his, in court now, animals. You get what I mean by that? It is the same thing. It is the same smell. It's the same, I don't know how else to describe it without sounding vulgar. But it's the same thing. You don't build the ark neatly. And as much as you don't, because you've got to go into the forest and fall the trees. There is no neat builder. And then you also don't maintain the ark neatly. It's like it never just stops. And so you are both a fellow of wood. I'm sure there's a better English name for that, but you get the gist. And also the builder of the ark. And also the one attacked by the people because they kept looking at Noah and said, what are you doing? I want to teach you about platforms tonight, how to build a movement and establish a nation. And so, and it's going to be a three-part series. I'm going to do the first one tonight. But let me give these fundamentals. How do you know if an animal has made it into the ark? In the ark of Noah, the lions did not eat the goat. Just because the goat is weaker than the lion. In the ark, they don't eat each other. So, if in this ark, a person cheats their brother or sister on any financial transaction, believe me, listen to me, you were cheated. You were not cheated by another person in the ark. You're cheated by a drowning man outside the ark. Don't worry about her. Don't worry about him. He's drowning. It's a matter of time. Because in the ark of Noah, they don't eat each other. The snake does not swallow the rabbit. The rabbit or whoever else does not prey on the weaker because it's the same ark. So anyone within the ark that cheats anyone or cheats anyone, is drowning outside the problem with drowning and judgment is simple listen to this it is not activated until a prophet speaks that that's what the situation is immediately things go wrong you see they're drowning man. up to the moment of the rain up to 10 minutes before the rain, five minutes before the rain, three minutes before the rain, everyone, all those who were drowned. The Bible says, just as it was on the day in the days of Noah, it said people were given into marriage. There were people who were planning their marriage, but they're gonna drown in a moment. Gonna drown in a minute. These are the foundations, guys. There are things that are brotherhood. You don't cross those lines. It is called brother. 
it is powerful you ensure that everybody around you prospers you ensure that everybody around you are haves not have nots you don't also determine for them what they should have or not have one of your brothers texted me late yesterday night because he just made some money he's young you, you, you probably won't know him but he's part of you and he was saying it's amazing that you facilitated this for me to make X amount he said do you remember the, my first saw in 350 or 360 or something like that I can't remember so I said I honestly cannot remember he said so for him what is touching to him is that we're still the ones that facilitated whatever is made right now. I said, don't go out. Just joking. Do you understand those things tonight? I've said three things quickly and those things alone are summons. Why is it important for me to say that? Now, let me add the last one. Whatever you metamorphosize to become, whatever you evolve to become, never forget this. You are a church. You may not be like others. And that's not a statement of better than others. You're a church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those of you who are ordained as pastors, evangelists, ministers, that's exactly who you are. So, this house can take any form, any time in order to reach some people part time it can take nation family form it can take music form it can take but what makes you different from the world is the fact that you are the ecclesia you're the called out ones you are out of the world in order to bring the word in do you understand that so you're not a movement you're not a black panthers you're not whatever else you're the church of the living God the ground and the pillar of the truth if that's not the case there is no reason for you to be called out those of you who are musicians among you you're not the world you are not the world you need to write that down you're not the world their puzzle is not yours if anything you are called to take them over you're not meant to blend with them but you don't take them over by saying, oh, we don't look like you. No, you blend to take over. The kingdom of heaven is as if a woman should find yeast, a little leaven, and put it among a big door of flour, and then influence it. So you are not the flower, you are the, you are the yeast. Do you understand that? You don't try to become flower. You don't try to become anything that God has not made you. You don't try. Let me tell you something, and I, I, I've got to say this. Let me say this to you. Because most of us don't study the system. It's very simple. All of a sudden, the system wakes up and they know it's going to happen. They seeing purchases, 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 unusual purchases. They're seeing it. They know you didn't get out. How are you purchasing immediately after COVID? It's not a stupid system, it understands. He's saying it. He sees consumerism grow among young, among black people. It's growing, it's growing, it's growing. The system is laughing. It knows. He understands everything. When the Bible says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, 
a people called out for his own special praises. What, what am I trying to say with that? Why did I say that? Do not conform to your environment. But chasing is addictive. It doesn't start as an interest in the first place. It starts with one or two things. So what you leaders must do is to make sure that you keep your people under guard, not, not to express their joy and to spend money on what they love. It is to make sure that they don't become who they are not. How do you discover strong people? Nothing around them influences them. I walked into the room and I walked past some dress on the, on, on the bench which belongs to Pastor Lucy and I went to check. I saw the price tag, 18 pounds, 15 pounds and 7 pounds. <laughs> I'm not saying she shouldn't have nice things. I'm just saying that she's secure enough to be what she is. Because it's just like I see many people and I'm thinking look, the way I look is what I've always been with much or no money it's just what I've always been, that's who I am I'm not going to now say, you know what I want to be humble now, let me just be no, that would not be me and the other guy who switches position becomes like a big chimpanzee who wears a Gucci shirt it doesn't mean anything it's just the same the problem with some of the things that we wear is that I wonder what platform you have to display it upon. It is the oppressed oppressing the oppressed because you went back home. Look at the house you live in. Look at your friend. So he sees you and is thinking, yes, so what? There's no platform. There is even if it is for setting of glory, it doesn't glorify anything because it's the same carcass of the oppressed and the oppressed. And so the oppressed is oppressing the oppressed within the oppressed community, built for the oppressed, by the oppressed, for the oppressed. I think that's the definition of democracy, right? No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Government of the people by the people for the people. How do you build a nation? I think I've laid foundation and if you still don't understand the truth by now, so some people will say, well, no, no, no. If Peter is that what he is, uh, I'm just being who I am too. But we'll see the platform that you displayed upon. Go ahead. Buy what for one billion. Let's see who sees it. Let's see who sees it. Because if you are not visible, you are not visible. Imagine an invisible man, a man who has no visibility, but now puts shine, shine light around his head and begins to walk around the street and say, can you not notice me? So that's why you went home and said, so nobody appreciated what I wore. So after you've wore Louis Vuitton with everybody, you're still, they still treated you like nothing when you don't have, now you're hungry. He says, so when I had, they were all around me. So when I don't have, no, it's not when you didn't have. You never had. You never had. You clothed yourself in all manner of nylon clothes and all manner of foil, but um, you, you, you still don't have. So people are not around you because they don't. They, they hate you. That's not the reason. The reason is because internally you've not developed your own mind. And, you don't want to be around the idiot in Louis Vuitton. It doesn't mean anything. If anybody is around an idiot with Louis Vuitton, they're just thinking, I think she has some money, what can I get? And the moment it runs dry, everybody's gone. Then 
comes the philosophy of life that says, mm, now I know people. No, now you know people because you were never a person. And so you try to use every other thing to fit in. And I told you already, those who try to fit in don't fit in. Do you understand those foundations right now? I think those are just basic instructions that gives you confidence in yourself. Before, it was never an issue about going on holidays. It's an issue of resting. Never had issue on holidays. I just saw restless people going on holidays. The Bible shows us why God rested on the seventh days because he's created the world in six days. So I'm even saying, okay, before you go on holidays at 30, can you even just create your life in like 25 years? <laughs> God rested on the seventh day. Six days, guy, the guy deserves the rest. He's created a world in six days. This guy has created nothing. He just conforms to the world. He just conforms. Now, how do you build a nation? Very simple. Number one principle, and under this principle is many other principles. You look for the called out ones. There's nothing that is going to be as powerful as this. Oh, you go back to what I preached about when I, the first Black Lives Matter kind of message. And you join it with tonight. I'm not going to take your time. I just want to give instructions. Every leader in the house, every family head, what God is saying to you right now is, go pastor your people into prosperity. Protect them from thieves. There are two kinds of thieves. There are thieves that ruins life by negligence and there are thieves who are just thieves. You've got to protect them so that you lead your people. There is only one thing that happened in the house of Potiphar. The Bible says God brought increase to the house of Potiphar because Joseph was there. The call that once is the first thing you build a nation with. So if you're building pulse nation, you're building power-based nation, you're building whatever, all the five churches, connect nation. Number one is the identification of those who are called out. And don't let the next person to them change their identity. Don't let the next person, of course, their identity must improve. And that is why God needed all types of animals. All kinds of animals was needed in the Ark of Noah. The lion and the bear. Probably the dinosaur if it existed. The snake was necessary. As bad as the snake may be, it was necessary in the Ark of Noah. So I told you this before, they were not chained, they were just tamed. And so Noah knows the movement of the snake because it must be so wise to understand the movement of the snake and the gentility of the dove. Because he cannot send the dove out if he doesn't have the snake in the ark. The day of completion will not come without the snake and the dove. Oh my God, I need to preach that as a whole message by itself. And so without, if Noah had said, I don't like the snake, but I love the dove because of the gentility of the dove, I'm not going to take the, the snake in, then the old ark will not sail over the waters of life for the lack of the snake, not for the lack of the dove. The dove complete. 
adopted snake completes what will make the dove necessary on assignment no wonder god allows life to happen to us the good the bad and the ugly and until then the power of the holy spirit is not at work in our lives so what happened was the old 30 years of jesus for the dove to rest for the spirit to rest upon him like a dove the man of assignment rests when we've come through all the good the bad and the ugly of our lives and that doesn't mean that when the holy spirit is given the ugly past stops no he empowers you for the divine ugliness and so but the snake was necessary and there are worse animals than the snake but i use the snake as an example tonight depicting the the the, the wisdom of god there's not nothing in the bible that depicts the wisdom of god like the snake therefore i say unto you be as wise as the serpent now someone say but that does not depict the wisdom of god 100 it does because god still made the serpent god made it so Luca, come with me to the platform called noah tonight we're gonna go to the platform of abraham our god our god manifest reveals himself in the life of those that he wants to use so I began to find a similar pattern in scriptures I don't have a scripture for you tonight so you may have to look for one for me I want to start with Moses when God was going to raise a Moses if you want to title this tonight it's just titled we die here because what God does is that in order to build a movement he calls people after he's finished their life he allows their life to be finished so that because no 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 because in the building of a thing it must be the cold out ones who are willing to die in the same location if need be they are not just sold out to god they are dead to life they've given their all and they are willing to do so if need be that is how organizations in the world build themselves people sacrifice their own life in order to build i was watching something on sunday and i was very inspired and i thought why haven't we been watching this? I saw how movements developed in Africa, music movements, some of the Afro beats that you knew. And I saw their metamorphosis. I saw the same guys still sitting down with the David. It's the same guys over the years. These guys gave their whole life. They are always in the studio. But there is a Babylonian system now that uh, some of our parents grew up on fire for God. But all of a sudden now, they just want you to be a doctor. And you realize that there is no movement called doctoring. There is, so there will be many doctors. Many people will be built as doctors. They will, they will be qualified through going to school but who is going to build a nation a people who are dedicated so music people actually sit in the studio almost all day all night until all of a sudden these guys are on auto stadium and many young people are thronging in from everywhere young people are leaving the church in drugs in large number musicians are leaving the church those who are talented are leaving the church in large numbers and you find them in concerts and and all you know the girls who used to dance in church they've become backup dancers and they don't mind to throw away their clothes and dance naked if need be in order to build a movement and they built it and they empowered i mean not empowered they overpowered the greatest movement ever which is the church overpowered it and they became the church we die here.
But our finance people are not so. What began to mobilize the, 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 the church was the need for your own life, the need for your own car, the need for your own house. you see what the black man has become. You see our prayer point. This year, you're going to have your own car and your own house. And I ask, how can that be the motivation of a whole human? The perfection of God, the full description of God on earth was Adam. Adam was the perfection of God. And God made man in his own image. That's not body structure. That is mind. That is everything that makes God God. Imagine the whole thing that defines the perfection of God on earth became a metal, a car, a dress, a cloth, and another mortal. And God says, can I find anyone to build me a movement? And that's why I needed to emphasize the things that I emphasized first. We're not trying to take over the political mountain. We're trying to take over God's silver and gold. The gold is mine. The silver is mine. It's not all these things that we wear as jewelry. It didn't say the jewelry is mine. The rawness of the earth is ease. So what we're trying to do is to bring Jesus to all those space. And the more you see people in those space, they can call themselves pastors or Christians. The problem is that they are now mobilized and motivated by something that is earthly and temporary. And you must not fear death in order to take over from them. The Bible says, and they love not their lives even unto death. The book of Revelation, it told us what qualifies people to be the latter-day saints. They love not their lives. That's the first scripture tonight. And then we're going to go to how God isolated. Quarantine is the first thing in raising a nation. God sets people apart for your holy nation. He calls us out of anything. He can call you out of poverty or prosperity. It depends on where he finds you after a generation. There is an urgency tonight because a generation is about to complete the generation that started in 1980 ends in july the seventh month that's 40 years that means a new generation is going to rise ready or not even if the church is not ready god has set time in motion and time doesn't even respect god time just moves time is a god talk to me and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb uh -huh. and by the word of their testimony now we've heard that before in church and what people begin to say is the blood of jesus they overcame him by the sacrifice of the lamb there, there was a night that god said it is either god wins or satan wins that night and what jesus did in the garden of Gethsemane was to gather his own disciple and he went a stone throw away from them and began to pray and he said father i wish that this cup will pass over me but not my will meaning jesus got to a point to say i don't want to do this he said but not my will but yours be done but he didn't go to the garden of Jessamine himself the bible says that night he prayed to till the, the the sweat if you're going to fulfill the reason of a nation there's going to be sweat there's going to be tears you're not just going to be let me tell you what will make you stay in this nation nation family spark nation will just be one thing not business ideas not that we want to help the community it is going to be an acute love for god and that only because it will raise you as a nation of prophets and priests and it will not take anything lesser than that that's his offering that's god's offering are given is called platform it's not given it's platform in churches they give offering then they say we paid for building we paid for this we paid for that i drove through southeast today usually you know you'll see like one thousand churches on one street have not seen that site in a long time and finally one of them put it up he said he said god does not hide in a building profound statement 
my, my issue was so why did you build this one COVID made you discover God amazing but it's still beautiful and so when we air and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb that is a person's blood and so Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane says to the disciples tonight we die here tonight everything that we've been taught to build in our life dies here tonight Peter and co you're going to live your life for only one cause and that cause is not going to be organized church that cause is going to be a movement that the world has never seen before a thing uh, the movement the kingdom of God on earth but somebody's blood has to be spilled for that that is not physical blood no more so when the Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb uh, they have all future these guys literally sunk their life into music and as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest will not cease so the result of life will always be back either they pray or not either they fast or not some of them as with weed in their hand still got to respect that because how many weed smokers did you know that made it so it's not about what they told I'm not encouraging weed of course if you think I'm encouraging it you must be mentally deranged but on a serious note you you oh my god the church just told us to go to heaven and so and we say things like I dedicate my life to the Lord Jesus Christ and sometimes we must then pause and say okay exactly what does that mean it is easy to dedicate your life to it because in the current church today it doesn't mean anything it means nothing it means be a good boy is it now you know about pastor, pastor now that you've given your life to Jesus you're in your academics make sure you are excellent say wait what I don't understand please let me let me get what you are saying because this is Babylon now this is Babylon in the church um, Babylon is a it's a serious display of wisdom you know let's apply wisdom thing whereas the kingdom is overcoming the system of the world so I said I'm not anti-system I'm just an establishment it is degrading of you to call me anti-system because that means I'm living my life anti-something. No, I'm an establishment of my own. The nation family, Zach Nation is an establishment. It's not anti-system. That's why you don't carry placard. You're not trying to fight a system. You are a system. And how do you prove that? The other system must test you. So if the other system police bust into your house, you don't fight them physically. You fight them intellectually. Imagine Jesus brought to the consulator the chambers and this guy, the Bible says, he didn't respond the word. There's an intellectual battle going on. He said, let me tell you, if I want my servants to fight, they will fight. I love kingdom. He said, but it is not that fight now. We want to win souls. Oh my God. The winning of souls, real soul snatchers, start when there is real opposition. Real soul snatcher is spiritually intelligent. He's an intellect. And that intellect is not that, oh, me as Stephen of Belgium, I can, I'm eloquent. In fact, he knows how to tap into the wisdom of God and meet somebody that is 
anti-spagnation and all that and win their souls you were not winning souls before you were calling the children of the kingdom now they've gathered now win souls what does that mean searching out unidentified leaders like we've said before means that you are able to convince and either win it soul is wise and either confront many to right standing what you are in today is the only is the major right standing thing we got in this nation how can let me tell you i discovered something speaking to some people yesterday i discovered something nobody actually give a toss about the nation if spark nation or jesus assembly i hope there's no church called that jesus assembly nation if things are going well in their midst in their church it doesn't matter what is happening to young people on the street though who don't care so jesus says to the disciples tonight is dead night it's dead he's identified 11 of them now 12 and 1 has betrayed and he's got the 11 and he teaches them that night death not life power must not be our motivation because an house is, is too small to be our motivation because power passes no matter how much powerful the president of Suzuso is sometimes you just sit and watch them die sometimes you cannot fight the power that be the only thing it gave you is time to watch them fade and someone says so have you made this guy so powerful if i can't meet him i'll wait till he fades the building of a nation it is first of all what god did in your midst is the most intelligent thing so to speak he gathered all of you and began to call out the nation family from Spark Nation. He started with Spark Ministries and from Spark Ministries he called out a Spark Nation. From Spark Nation he called out a nation family. I don't know what he's going to call out next. By the time he gets to nation family he calls out five churches. He establishes five family heads. It's the called out ones. There is something unique about the life of everyone watching tonight. And that is how the family heads must treat it as well. That these are jewelries that God has given you in order to take the earth. They are called out from the snake to the dove. Remove the snake, you render the dove useless. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Look at scriptures and what I need you to see tonight from your heart is that the scripture was written to new tenants, not civilians. This is not what they, so, <laughs> you know, the churches that we grew up in, this word of their testimony is testimony time on Sunday. And I heard testimonies like thieves attacked someone's home and when they saw this senior pastor's picture, they started running. This is what they over, this is the word of their testimony according to Pentecostal Africa. This is their testimony. This is not a friction book. You understand? It's not a book to make your pastor feel good. This is written to people. The people, the set of Christians, when the Bible was being written, they were martyrs for the Lord. They were killed in squares. They were eaten by animals as sport. 
by the Roman government, the Roman Empire, the, 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 the emperors took Christians, they burnt them alive, they, they severed their head from their body. These are the people he's talking to and he knows that it will take these in order to build the nation so he's not talking to Christians who just want to get their papers to stay in another country and say now that I got it I thank God for my testimony you may be better back wherever you're coming from it's not a testimony that's conformity so he's written to the, he's writing, pardon me, to this set of people. They overcame him. Number one thing in building a nation, go and read about the conquest of America. It is not some people dreaming about a great America. It took life. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. What is the word of their testimony? They believe something and they stuck to it to the end of life. They believe something. They believe... and. and People built industries in court, especially entertainment industry, in Africa where there was no chance, where people like us were growing up would not give a chance to Nigerian musicians because we loved America. But some people, whilst we were not giving chances, they were dedicating their life to it. Nobody's going to give chance to a young, vibrant church that believes in prosperity. If it conforms to religion, you will see young people who think that they are on fire for God, who will outgrow that fire, but they think unless something about money and economy gets into a thing it's not established for future yet there's no way because this whole world is ruled by money study's in show some commitment not by you giving that's not what i'm talking about it means it takes the entirety of your life your life is ruined ruined and built in it it's either it works that's the word of your testimony it's not, if this does not work, then another option. That's how our predecessors built. So you know what God did for, okay, let's finish this and I'll go to Moses. I've got short time, talk to me. And they did not love their lives to the death. Would you love to underline that? So when we say we die, they did not love their lives even to the death. You know, he didn't use the word death there. He said the death. There's a death that kills everyone, but there's a specific death in your life. The greatest, your greatest fear is the death. And they did not love their lives to the death. Uh -huh. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the Stop devil... Stop there for a minute. Let's go to Moses. The only way they overcame was the word of their testimony. The people who succeed at 70 picked up what they will do from their 20s. Or the people who stay successful at 70, in their 20s, they picked up the rest of their life. They set on a journey because it will take a generation. The Bible says one generation will praise your work to the other. It's a generation thing. So let's start with Moses. 40 years in palace. 40 years in quarantine 40 years raising a nation three generations lasted in the life of moses the greatest platform of moses was the wilderness where do we start reading the story of moses from in scripture i'm trying to see when he fled you realize he was trying to set people free but he wasn't free from people so God says, we're going to perfect your journey, Moses. What we're going to do to you is to go give you a platform. 
Moses' platform was not the palace. His training was the palace, which is his dream, what he was going to come to eventually. But his platform was the wilderness. Because the greatest platform in our life is actual real leadership. Leadership is platform. So where God took him to was the house of Jethro, his father-in-law. And for a whole generation, Moses, who had dreamt of himself as the liberator, as a nothing to his name. All that God was going to test him with was the sheep of his father-in-law Jethro. Maybe you look for scripture like Moses was uh, and he was with the sheep of his father-in-law Jethro, things like that. And for a whole generation, he was in charge of his father-in-law's business. In the father's-in-law business, in the business of another, he was trained to lead God's business because Moses was never actually going to own anything that is his. A leader will not own anything. I need you to note that. His life is not motivated by what he will own. His life is always going to be what was put in charge of him. Because if he hunts, he can use anyhow. If he was put in charge of it, he has to give account. Every family head, every leader will give account for every soul. Your greatest pro pro I mean, protection will be to make sure that you can fully give account. Even if somebody has left the house. If they were meant to be in the house, you will give account on why. The Bible says if any of, anyone makes any of these little ones go astray, he said it will be better for that one not to have been born. Scriptures. Not me. Does that mean you would always be perfect? No, it just means that you'll be able to look up and say, I tried my best. Are you ready? Did you find anything? Where are you reading from? Exodus chapter 2 from Now Moses, 11. I love this. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. Moses will not own anything. Even after this 40 years was complete, Moses is now going to lead Israel. Israel was not his own. There was no allotment. Did you hear the name of the children of Moses? Moses, there was no land allotted for him because God was his portion. Whenever you see God is my portion, it means leadership. It means you own the best asset in the world which appreciates and value more than property. That is people. And that includes again oh god that includes again the bad the good and the ugly the possession of noah was not the ark because the ark will go the possession of noah was preserving a whole generation of humans and, and animals his generation kush am and jepheth was the generation of of noah and he preserved them what god wants you to do is to preserve your own species your own kind of people and love lovers of god so he raised the pity to attract those who will want to prosper in life and be on fire for god it's a special breed so what he called me to do is to gather this pressure breed and then what he calls leadership all of you the leading of you and the leading of your family heads is to preserve that 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 breed of people so when 10 is committed to you in power base you don't lose 10 you multiply them by looking for their breed a church must lose often one out of 12 
hundred percent. So the number of exit is not is not one. It is one out of twelve. Listen to me. Your greatest platform was in isolation, not in palace. There were two definitions of palaces there. The palace of, of, Noah, of, of Pharaoh owns the people. The palace that Moses will inherit after the second 40 years will be him understanding that the real owner of people is almighty God, but he puts people in, in charge of it. Leadership of building a nation is people, a, a person put in charge of people. And so real training for leadership, what every leader should be doing, what every family should be doing is training your people to know that should you win anything in music, should you sell one million album, you don't want the money, you don't own anything there. So leadership is knowing that you don't own. You are a custodian of God's property. And on earth, God's property is people. Because the only thing he built was people. Every other thing that God built was for people. So how do we win this system? We die here. Every special breed listening to me tonight. And I assure you that 97-98% of you are the special breed. There are 3% who are hung around. They are cheerers. They clap for something until they have another thing to clap for. 97% special breed watching tonight. He calls you into that place. He says, now Moses was tending the flock of his father, of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest. Uh -huh. Of Midian. And what? And he led the flock to the back of the desert uh -huh. and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Where did Moses encounter God? He was leading the flock. Oh God. So people say, well, you know, sometimes do you, in quote, regret how many people have become pastors? No. You give shifts to lead first. If they know how to lead, they encounter the God of Horeb. Simple. So, if he wasn't leading the flock, he would never have gotten to the mountain of God. So, they being ordained as pastors or leaders does not make them have an encounter with God. It starts them to lead. Now that they are leading people, they are now searching scriptures. The problem of the uh, predecessors is that they didn't put people in charge of anything. So there was no motivating force in their life that leads them to the backside of the desert. Have you led people to a place where you know that you need God more? If it is just about you, you don't need God that much. But because people are now in your custody, there are things that you cannot do like you used to do. So you're asking this young man to behave well to that other, but there is no guiding force in his life. So when I ordain him a pastor and evangelist, I told him or her that at the age of 18 now you have responsibility over your life I told him or her to begin to have people who follow him or her because now those people become the people you guide and God has a destination for you that he introduces himself as the owner of those flocks but we gave them nothing to lead and we wonder why they are not world leaders do you know what they do to people when they go to eating and all these special schools? They give them some mindset of responsibility. 
they indoctrinate them with the blood of leadership what do they do when they take our kids to football stuff they train them to be physical what do they do when they go to eating they train them to be mental to have mental capacity so that they can hone the footballers and all these other guys now let me tell you what this nation is meant to do this is why our work is hard this is why you'll be fought from every from every side and you must come to terms with that you're blending both worlds both the football and the eating and now you're trying to take the worst of the community sorry but you, it's the worst of the community but what we've done is like you've gone into that community and realized those with some special powers and they don't know they have the special power a pity has to come and say no you have this special power and i'll show you by asking you to lead let me see and I know there are many movies like that. Some would throw fireballs and all that. So the one that throw fireballs, we don't know how to control it yet because the power is just so much. Don't condemn them as pastors. Just continue to teach them how to direct that fire. Because if you are able to patiently teach them until they know how to direct it, they become your most powerful force. But don't tell them to keep their fire in because you will need it one day. It might be too raw for you right now. But where you're going is the mountain of God where you will see fire burning. The mountain of God is so ugly. Like you see the bush and the fire burning. It's so dramatic. It's unbelievable. And it's, it gets worse. When Israel now came to meet God in Horeb, it was so terrible. Thunder. It, there was nothing ordered. Say the presence of God. There is other. When God came, when God came to the mountain, when the children of Israel wanted to encounter God, there was no other. When he was speaking, thunder is going to strike in a moment. Another time there's going to be lightning. But Moses understands that presence. The understanding of man is what makes man bring God's order to the earth. And God is moving. It doesn't look orderly. But let me move past that tonight. He led the flock. This is my major message tonight. And he led the flock to the back of the desert. I want to see David, the son of Jesse. Same story. At the back of the desert. Anywhere you're going to find that, I don't know. And he came to Oreb, the mountain of God. Read verse 2 whilst Pastor Dami is looking for that for you. And the angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. Up to this moment, Moses has not encountered the God of Israel. He has not encountered the God of purpose. But he, he knows, or we know now that, his separation from Egypt is being called out as one person who has not even done that much wrong or wrong or, and according to the world system has done every wrong why did I say he hasn't done wrong when he met God, God didn't say why did you murder not once let's not sing charge until you realize purpose he comes to the mountain by leading the flock and it's more like God saying now you've come to this mountain there's nowhere else to go with thy head tonight those of you who are special breed called out. You've not encountered the God of this call until you've come to a place. And so I, I believe some of you think you've come to a place of with thy head. Now it's because you've not seen prosperity. 
the little prosperity you saw, the free money, which the government is monitoring, by the way, you just went ballistic. All of a sudden, you became an investment expert. Yeah, say, I'm going to... And I know why you guys invest in quote. You invest so that you can buy shoes. So you say, oh, I got 30K. So I've not invested 10. Huh, my future is secured. Let me go and use 24 shoes and um, frivolities. Whilst I'm going to give some of it, it won't work. All of a sudden, the white man is saying, young black people investing. He's thinking really seriously. Let me tell you. How do I say this without sounding funny? Invest in your future. Whatever. Read this to me, please. Let's finish this. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame. Imagine someone investing, and this is apart from every other person. I'm just saying, imagine someone investing for their future stolen money. <laughs> How? Doesn't work. I told you what you would need for that to work. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Leading in your smallest capacity is what brings you to Horeb. If you will ever encounter God, start by leading people. So, I'm not thoughtless when I made young people lead young people. If they are going to encounter God for their generation, they, let, let me tell you, there was no single place you will find between the relationship of Moses and Jethro, where Jethro sat with Moses and began to teach him leadership class. Nothing wrong with leadership class. You have to, actually. But it might have done it, but it wasn't recorded for a purpose. Meaning as order of importance. What is important is the responsibility that Jethro gave to Moses, not the class. There is no believer's class. If you want people to be believers, you get them to get into problems. You don't know a believer because they've attended a class you know a believer because of how they deploy their faith you don't say now you finish believers class for six weeks what do you then do you give them an answer or a certificate for believing the problems of life is what satisfies us as a believer so it is not Harvard or Oxford the next set of leadership will not come from there because you are alive and you're exposing to the highest level of exposure why do I tell you to expose yourself to their highest hotels and stuff so that you're not intimidated by the presence of it not so that you get addicted to it and define your life by it it is supposed to be the beginning of class it's the start it's not the end it's not now see my life I'm nine touches no it's the start now from there you now begin to advance so believers class is problems class 
if you can problem solve then you are a believer if you can solve problem then you are a leader there is no the new church will not have believers class it will have people who take on more challenges than they can bear and we see how they swim out of it those are going to be the next leaders in the world if not so do you see what probably i mean proverbial examinations are what is it it poses a problem to you and ask you to solve it so now i've got a shortcut into nation building let's give this guy leadership role let's see how they come out that's the examination guys that's the examination the next generation will not sit in four world classes and you do you look you should do four world class please so don't say oh pastor we may not go to school life itself is a school the sooner you realize it the more you realize that you're actually every day is an examination post to you so when there's a blockage you're building finance and business is doing well when there's a blockage is an examination now let's see how you write it are you going to be qualified for the next level now you're running a business of 100k and all of a sudden bank sees this this is dead now god says it is not the end it's the beginning of the million pound level but then the question has to be posed are you qualified for that next level or not it's a question well let me go back to moses in a moment jethro didn't sit down with him in a class he gave him floor the mentorship program between jesse and david there was no mention of talk where you found david was the first examination. It was with the flock leading the sheep. Uh, did you find something for me? Talk to me. First Samuel 16 verse 1. Yeah. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Yeah. Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided myself a king among his sons. Did you see what God said? He said, I've provided myself a king. Let's see where we will find God's king. He got, at this moment, David does not have an inkling that he's a king. The first in court, the real king of Israel. The prototype of our Lord Jesus Christ. This guy was in the backside. And God said, I've provided myself a king. In other words, it does not matter your status today. We did not, we did not hear about the eloquence of David. The first introduction to David was, God said, I've provided a king. I've, I've set apart a person. So it doesn't matter what you are today. Don't, don't look at people and say, it looks promising. There's nothing like that. And so it looks promising. So I provided myself a king among his son. Uh -huh. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears it, he will kill Verse 3, me. please. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you what you shall do. You shall anoint for me the one I made. I started too far behind, but I love the provided myself a king. Now the prophet comes into the house, and all the big boys were there. But he couldn't choose any of the big boys. He had to look for one person. The one you'll call the maverick, right? They set up a talk to him. 
Thus, verse 10, Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. Uh -huh. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. Uh -huh. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are all the young men here? Then he said, Look at what he said. Let's find David now, guys. We found Moses, right? God found Moses where? Doing what? It was at the backside of the desert. Leaders are made at the backside of the desert. So look at what these colleges do, these universities. Oxford or Cambridge. Backside of somewhere, people isolated, far away. I, I don't think there's any Cambridge student attacking Spark Nation right now on, um, on Twitter. <laughs> True, right? If you let you be dragged down to the low life level, you'll become a low life. There's no Oxford student sitting there during, during school session. He finishes class and he says, okay, by the way, this Spark Nation people, I just want to do a video to say, be careful Spark Nation. Not one Oxford student. Because they are not in the limelight. They are not seeking to be known. And I'm not ignorant of the fact that this is new age where technology is powerful and can reach a lot of people. But no matter how many people you reach through technology, un until you create something, you're not in charge of it. The hospital student will still be in charge of you. You'll be honed. So you've got to choose side. We're going to look for David now. The seven sons of Jesse had passed in front of the prophet. Remove them. They were on their laptop before on their phone. They were doing deals and, uh, and banging jobs. I'm just joking with that. Now they come in front of... You guys have taught me a lot of language. That's why I can't wait to leave this place, man. I don't want to be part of you no more. Yeah. There remains yet the youngest. And there he is. Where was he? Keeping the sheep. We're going to look for Elisha in a moment. There remains yet the youngest. And there he is keeping the sheep. The same place God found Moses. The leader of the first nation. Called God's nation. He finds David. The same location. So when Babylon goes shopping, it shops in limelight. When Zion goes shopping, it goes to the backside. Don't conform. Keeping the sheep, and Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him. Uh -huh. For we will not sit down he till finds he comes. him. He finds him amongst the sheep, but working for his leader, working for his mentor. Up to the age, Moses was, listen, Moses was under mentorship at the age of 80. God asked you to be free at the age of 22. So all this leadership thing, this leadership thing. What our predecessors were just telling us is that remove the kingdom leadership and go into medical school leadership. And that's even, how many of us even become medical doctors? That's even big. Just go under the mentorship of mortgage. So what happens is mortgage straightens your life. Monthly finance straightens it. It becomes mentor and leader. This is why 
most people, 90-something percent of people on earth, the reason why they wake up in the morning and work till night is their monthly bills. They work for the bill because they remove their head from the leadership of greatness. Simple. You've got to submit to one. So God did not reach David without Jesse. He did not reach Moses without Jethro. He did not even, even the prophets speaking here, did not reach him without Eli. As bad as Eli was in court, whatever was going on. And Eli did not commit any sin other than not correcting his children. He didn't correct his children because he said, I'm tired. It is God. He can do what he likes now, man. If we were the guy, what would you do? You've spoken and spoken. What else? Just said, listen, can't have it no more. You should have told those children, you're no longer my children. So that if God sends judgment and say, I'm dealing with your children. Say, oh yeah, I know those guys. I know them. They come around. We have trap houses. Look at this. Send them, bring him. For we will not sit down till he comes. One of the interesting things about this story is that God knows exactly where David is. No, you didn't get that. He knows he's not at home. We came to look for him at home. Remember that this same prophet was the prophet that located Saul. Saul was looking for lost sheep. So he knows where sheep are, or donkey. I mean, the donkey is. He knows Samuel could easily have seen that David, the one that God has chosen, why waste time and seven kids pass in front of Samuel and Samuel keeps saying, oh, surely the Lord's anointed. God hid it from his prophet himself in order to teach him leadership and mentorship. He goes to the house of Jesse, the one whom God wants to call because he calls it the root of Jesse. The one who God wants to recognize as his father was, not, was no one else but Jesse. Because there is a story there. Now Jesse, so he looks at Jesse and says, look, you've got to call your son here. He's anointed. God has provided him as a king. But without you sending for him, without the call of you, the physical in court father, he's not coming into service. That's not biological. That's Jesse, the root of Jesse. Without the sheep, of Jethro, Moses will just be a shepherd boy. The most he can be is Prince Mo, but he will never build a nation. Any nation that produces rebel leaders will never be a nation. For the sake of Labour Party or Conservative Party, no matter what Boris Johnson or any of their leaders want to be, they will be trained by the policies of that party the party will outlast Boris just like it outlasted what's that eloquent man that led everybody to war again Tony Blair the party will always be more relevant send and bring him let's look for Elisha oh, what who did you find first king 19 talk to me and Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message to Elijah saying, So let the gods do Last to 19. me. So he departed from there 
and found Elijah the son of Shaphat. Who found Elijah? Elijah found Elijah now. He found the son of Shaphat. From that moment, Shaphat is going to cease now. But what was he doing? Who was, was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he was with the twelve. Uh -huh. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. Uh -huh. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please, let me kiss my father and mother, and then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? So Elisha turned back from him, and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. Do you find that story interesting? This guy was walking again. Where did God find Elijah? Plowing, sheep stuff, backside stuff. And the Bible introduces his father now, Shepherd. And Elijah throws a mantle on him. Didn't say a word, just threw a mantle. And this guy with a mantle thrown started following Elijah. And he said, please, let me just go say goodbye to my parents. And the guy said, yeah, yeah, go back. What, what have I done to you there means, oh my God, what did I do? It's not what have I done to you, depart from. No, it's just that what, what have I done to these guys? Then this guy goes back, did not go kiss his shepherd. He actually burns everything and gave the people. He dies there that night. The making of the greatest prophet. God finding himself. Look, Elisha's work is so important that Elisha, that's the next generation of the prophetic. Elijah is the major prophet. His servant was Elisha, but Elisha had the greatest mission in that he will anoint the king of Israel, Jehu. He will anoint the head of military, and all this was in his hand. I have no doubt I've shown you three people tonight. Three. I've shown you where God meets them, because the Bible says from the mouth of two or three witnesses, everything in the Old Testament is for reference. That we might through them find hope and comfort. It gave us Old Testament to be able to refer to some things and say, this is how this happened. And the Bible is true. So tonight, this is what I'm saying. God asking us to choose between the past. So there are three things. The past, the present, and the future. Moses' future is to lead a nation, build a whole nation, bring them out. It's like the Jewish nation, very different till now. They look a certain way. Have you seen their hair? And they wear a certain cap. We don't have to dress anyhow physically. I'm just saying that there are certain traits. So our own DNA, the DNA of the nation is in some things. Addiction to kingdom, giving, an extremeness or extremism or whatever you want to call it. It's a DNA. 
it's a call it calls us out of something and again everything i've been teaching you since about 12 months ago cannot be more important because look at timing in life no matter how much you want to say after the after 100 years a disease that will shut the world down comes 100 years timing is important guys it is 40 years now since 1980 the definition of time is in the closure of numbers at the close of a generation something is bound to happen life is bound to change and I prepare you for that change tonight I've told you how to do it number one everything is leadership and that's why we pray that God will give us good leaders so don't just follow a leader because they are the family head of your church study their process study their struggle and study how they are in tune with your pastor meaning myself it's as simple as that the moment they are out of tune run for life because they will destroy you and study their isolation embrace your own isolation it's a platform the isolation is a platform I've taken you through the word I cannot get into the New Testament to show you Paul for you are a chosen generation so I'm sorry but we can't practice Christianity like our predecessors because that will be the same generation repeated he didn't say the next generation will do what the last did he said they will tell us of his works but every door shut every listen if 10 people hear about nation, for example and most of them hate us right let's say I understand it because there's only one there that is meant to like us that's the one you key into that's your daughter the next day not the nine it doesn't work that way it's like Jesus said when you bring your peace to a home he said if they do not accept it meaning no matter how great your peace is to you there are some people that will say no 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 to that peace he said you take it back so don't define yourself by acceptance actually define yourself by your isolations and so when the children of Israel will not accept the leadership of Moses when the house of Jesse cannot accept the being at home of David God was calling him into something higher and that was going to be his platform but he as David must be dead to the acceptance of his family and Moses must be dead to the acceptance of even the people that he wants to set free they refused them they told them who made you a leader over us they called them into a meeting and said bro why are you why are you killing people you you went to kill an Egyptian for us we like Egyptians don't be deceived with Africa Africa especially Nigeria can suffer all they like let the liberator come they will kill him it's in their DNA to kill the person that will liberate them only God raises a person from the backside of the desert and said, Go back with one staff and liberate the people. 
these people have seen good intention people they've seen eloquent people they've seen good economists that wants to help their nation they are going to kill him and they're going to embrace thieves and deceitful people and God says don't think that good intention can build a nation I'm going to take you to the house of Jethro I'm going to raise you at the backside of the desert now these are great and lofty things right you're thinking okay this is nation what, what about if I'm just a housewife I'm just a single mom or I'm just greatest leadership have you noticed that presidents of nations come from one womb right it is your ability to oversee the little you have that's the leadership I'm talking about so before you begin to think about the lofty and the big things and wow Pete is talking about nations and da 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 I'm talking about you Pete is talking about Oxford and Eton and all that stuff no I'm talking about you the priest the, the, the things I've laid down tonight is our highest level of training look if your leader in your family church or family house is not giving you responsibilities because you're not ready yet don't jump class be in irrelevance as long as it has to be because in that place, in the place of power, when God now gives you influence or power or people love or follow you, whatever that means, real followership now. You must be an individual. You can't meet a president or, and be intimidated. If the president of Nigeria or Togo or whatever calls me to warn me about Spanish, I'm just going to cut the phone and block his number. As in, he's going to be talking and I'll block the number. I'll just block it. It doesn't mean anything. Why? Because in this position, I understand power. I understand call. And I understand why I'm here. You must begin to develop that way. So does that mean I don't have leadership or respect? No, no, no. Leadership is why I can call this number and believe I'll be fine. So, but it will block all your chances. Impossible. You can sleep and not wake up next day. That's called humor. The most valuable asset in my life is leadership and understanding that truly I've gone through process. And if you went through process, people without process cannot destroy you. It's impossible. Takes us to the backside tonight, it creates a platform for us. It tells us that in irrelevance is relevance. Those who are called irrelevant are actually the most relevant. If they are in the right location, what is the right location? I'm retreating everything I've said tonight. What is right location? Leading. It finds them leading the sheep. Number two, building a nation, it takes blood and sweat. There's people who decided to reign in court, in court or to die in a mission. They died in Jessamine in order to give us what we call Christianity today. They died thousands of years ago. You don't build anything half-hearted. It's either you're in or out. I also said your motivation cannot be material things. It can't be you build your house. I saw, 
I've seen mad prayers, you know, mad prayers from the Pentecostal circle. This coming year, you will build your house, you will drive your car. Jesus actually came to give you a car. You really think Jesus cares if you have a car or not? He cares for purpose. So if you need the rose rest for your purpose, he will give you that and take it away when it's not in purpose. So a self-confident man is a man who values their life by purpose, not by materials. He said, look at everybody buying Gucci. I'm going to go get one. Look, that's a failure of the mind itself. You should buy Gucci. You should buy any nice thing you want. But it can't just be when everybody is doing it. I'm sorry. It can't just be that. You should have fun. But you should also realize that it calls you hard. Special. So God told me to tell you tonight that with all those principles in place, what makes it now work, the final key is we die here. If you're called to be a musician, you die in the studio. But you're driven by one thing and you've got to so search to know that's what drives you. You cannot be driven by Mickey Minaj because now she has everything because you know why you can't be driven by her or whoever is the most recent. You know why you can't be driven by her? You don't really understand what she's going through at that stage. What you have access to is her social media. You don't know. You don't know why she has to swallow the things she has to swallow if she swallows anything. You don't know. You don't know. So, you can't be driven by that. What guarantees that whatever you become is fine. Well, I don't know what swallow me. I mean drug. If she swallows drug, pardon me. I, I'm just recalling thinking, oh, today's world, things just get worse and worse. And over time, you will not be able to speak no English anymore. You have to speak in Yoruba. If you are Yoruba or Igbo, if you are Igbo or Spanish, if you are... Yeah, because anything you say has another complete different meaning. It's unbelievable. The world will never stop calling you to be normal. It will never stop. All that Satan told Eve is to taste normality. That's all. So you taste it and you'll see that it's nice. So you'll never see Adam repent. It's like he tasted normality and, th and thought, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm so, well, I like it. He never said, God, I'm sorry. Never. Did you see Adam repent? Just thought, you see this sowing and working for ourselves and being able to fend for myself other than wait for you in the evening to come and tell me what to do? said this sewing I like it because it tells me when I can wear this cloth I, I can actually go and make my cloth myself so God throws Moses into abnormality where it does it has no control it's just leading his father's sheep in the palace he eats when he likes he does what he likes when he likes in the house of Jethro he has resumption time in Babylon Babylon tells you, 
you're free but it then tells you get into a mortgage get into buying your house so that's so that you are free then you got into it and now you are free but really you now think but I'm not free because by so 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 time at the end of the month I've got to pay XYZ so but I think I'm free but I'm not free Babylon is so smart that it gives you freedom but it's not the truth freedom nothing wrong in buying a house and money no it's just that you're not free the fact that you can move from A to B you live where you like but now you have to stay here because Babylon says don't worry if you um, paid for some years you can remortgage and take the money out and then you are free but then you took it out but then you are not free because at every stage we have a master so the only thing Jesus does is, is say you now choose your master don't let Babylon choose for you so I chose my master it's simple I want to pray for you tonight I want to stop this I've shown you three examples from scriptures why is it important for us to use scriptures not even to use scripture is what uses us or we're based on that it's so that nobody tells you that's Pastor Toby is just being manipulated. I've shown you scriptures. I've shown you the Bible. So if there's any manipulation here, that's God. I've shown you everything according to structure of scriptures. Now you choose from here. I've chosen more than 15 years ago. I never prayed to God to give us a big and influential church. I just said, Lord, I die here. If this don't work, I die there. I'm not trying to become anybody. I don't see nobody but you, Lord. And I can tell you that for the past 15 years plus, every I can stand before God today and say, God, you know everything you've asked me to do, I did. Everything that I know of. Maybe there are things that I didn't hear you say, but everything I've heard you say, I've done everything every single thing I've never successfully said no to whatever God is asking me to do the structure of giving the inspiration is God telling us what to do the structure of our sacrifice is God telling us what to do now I don't mind if some people then don't agree that that's God that's them but God looks at me and says I didn't tell them I told you and I told you to tell the people who will follow what I say so and then some people will say, well, I don't think he's got any That's choice. How do you prosper? How do you build a nation? That's building a family, a business, and a nation. It has to be an attitude of we die here now. You don't meet obstacles on the way and quit. No, every obstacle is an examination for the next class. It's either you stay awake at night panicking or you stay at, awake at night thinking and come up with a solution before 12, 12 noon in the morning. It's either by 12 noon in the morning you decide what problem to take on and the one that you're not going to take on. Simple. You don't carry that for a whole week and begin to go, I'm just sad. Our parents did the same. So don't think we're going to do that and not end up as them. And that doesn't make them bad people. It just means that at the time, you will break free from a structure because you are different. 
nation family you're gonna end up when you meet you'll be thousands and thousands of people but wherever you meet will be the company of prophets when someone steps into your midst even if they've sold one billion album they become ushers they become servants when they come into your midst they are not important people there's no doctor among your civil engineer that's for the world when you come among yourself you, you are priests of God you are mouthpiece of God amongst yourself that's why you cannot cheat yourselves and and throw a blind eyes at justice you just know someone took someone's money you, you, you offended yourself and your pastor throw a blind eyes no you must address it and create justice as God's command why so that together you can all be priests of God and if you feel suppressed and you're not speaking up because oh I'm just afraid of the then you're not a born again you're not in this kingdom you speak out you seek justice and once you come to your leader and they say this is justice sometimes they will say fight for it sometimes they will say keep quiet but at least you've expressed you if you don't do that then you're not building a nation of priests what are you saying if you do these things guys of course i'll spend more time on thursdays this is short time you know according to the word time this is short time so that we don't become a music church because that's not what you are sundays we can do that and speak for five minutes but remember your dna is word i forgot that in your dna is word 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 no and i know you've been on holidays you've been at home so now you you, you don't think that preaching isn't if your house leader is still not spending hours teaching you but from bible to bible it's mistake it's mistake something is wrong you've missed it you've got to go back to those things it is hours and hours of work you know you don't go to even if you're an eating or Albert, whatever even if you are studying music you will sit under the word they don't say just go to studio and be playing music no you will still sit under the world because they know that it is not the music it's the philosophy once you get the philosophy of that music then you're good so it is the word guys all musicians when the day of the word comes you abandon whatever you're doing as a pastor only is preaching pastor dam is preaching pastor nick is preaching the word they are not just mobilizing you shouting oh, you should give you should give oh, i give her his blessed no they are showing you scriptures once that is out of the window you know they are not reading scriptures anymore change house because you cannot feed your spirit without the word once your spirit is not fed all of a sudden you begin to think that we're just a fashion church don't forget that this is the overlaying with gold this is not our substance this is pity leading you my substance is the word there is nothing else every other thing is after we've done what we need to do if you see us in places and with the musician or playing is because i've sat under the word i've had my time of meditation whatever that means And so I don't care if the world for 10 years or whatever thinks I'm just a playful guy. If that's the image God wants them to see of me, that's fine. Because I'm not afraid because I know I've got the substance. It just takes one minute and the substance is led through the door. It's simple. So I'm not in a hurry for the substance. Oh, I wish people can just understand Pity's message. Sometimes Pity does not make his message understood because of this friendly thing and all that. No, I'm saying I'm prepared for life. 
I'm just playing until the time for the next global move comes. I'm just playing because I've got what it takes for that next stage. That's what you're building now. So I said that to remind you. Pause, power base, connect, COD. If you miss your word times, your followers will become rogues. In the name of building business, and we must build business, we must make money. I'm happy when people make money. Just before you think about no, I'm I'm actually happy. I'm as, I'm as happy as when they meet Jesus. Because let me tell you, whatever you don't have, you will be pursuing. Tell a poor man to be focused. It's, it's on war. He's already focused. I said, really? Yeah. He doesn't have rent at the end of the month. He's focused on not having. But I said that to say to you that I'm happy when people make money. But the word is what gives substance. So all families, you must go back to your Bible in court, study the word. I don't care if that's on Periscope or whatever. It's the word, word, scripture upon scripture. She doesn't want to be hard down, so she said, I'm sorry. Okay, then. Let's go for it. I'm not going to be that hard down guy, man. It's okay. before you misunderstand what I'm saying tonight. Finance and life is not black and white or white. It is gray. Life is gray. Life is not black or white. Life is not, it's either it's this or that. No. Mm -mm. I saw a scripture here very interesting to me. 
And to her it was granted to be arrayed in a fine linen, clean and bright. For the fine linen is the righteous act of the saints. And I fell at his feet to worship him and he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant. And of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus, worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I love verse 13. I'm reading from Revelations 19. He, clothed, he was clothed with robe dipped in blood. And his name is the word of God. The robe is deep in blood. The garment is bloody. But it's for the word. Why did I start with the, the life of finances not white or gray? I look at each cases keenly, not principally. Two different things. I look at it keenly. I go from the why to the D. And because of that, you never judge two people the same way. My greatest reward in my heart, this is my personal conviction, my greatest reward is when I stand before God and look at Him face to face. That's the greatest reward ever. Because He's the only one that knows why and why certain things have to be done the way they were done. He's the only one. As far as people were concerned, the garment of Jesus dipped in blood is because of his sins and his blasphemy. But as far as heaven was concerned, is the word of God. Did you hear me, pastors? <laughs> said, I'm a principled man. No, I'm not. I'm a word man. And this word is word that proceeds. Not the one that good men and women have built. We're just going to worship. I think I like that. I, I like it more than that. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're just going to worship Jesus. And I think what God wants to do tonight is some of you just, listen, hundred of us can change the world. Where the church is now, none of us can gather people like musicians can. And I'm not talking about the last generation. Those ones who go to church for having toothache. But they can't make toothpick. They can. They cannot be dentists that, that provides what solution. But for toothache, they'll say, I have a testimony, Pastor. What is it? I don't use glasses anymore. I now use that. I like my glasses. They are cartiers. I like it. So, but when it comes to real gathering, the world has more power now. But you will change that. But it's not going to happen by prayer. It's many of you, some of you, giving your life to this cause. I told you, when people say, I've given my life to Jesus, it's easier. Why? Because it has no, I, I don't know what it means. Meaning you can't just wake up and, so you, you know, Jesus in the Christian church is a guy who, you know, God told me on Monday morning, he said, I'm not attention seeking. So forget what they've taught you in religion. Like, oh, have you prayed today? Will the Holy Spirit be happy with you? Have you communicated with the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit says, I'm not like a guy who is seeking attention. Like, I, oh my God, he hasn't spoken to me and he has watched a movie. And then I stand in the corner thinking, hey, so you don't love me anymore. 
you know that's the presentation of the Holy Spirit to us. He's so hungry now because you've not spoken to him. Like, why is he like a jealous wife? He's not. It's not true. He said, I'm not attention seeking. It's more like God saying, I have confidence in myself. I'm not trying to seek your approval. And so, Jesus is like a guy who, when you hear the message in church, have you been doing your life? Have you been doing your Bible study? You then go back to him at will and say, I repent, Lord. And you pray for two days and you don't go back anymore. And anytime you have time, you know why? Because we were not given things that leads us to Horeb. You've got to put, be put in a situation where you have to lead, where you have to do something. In that, you find him. In problems, you find God. It's simple. But the Jesus, they tell us, give your life to him. Give your life to him. We control what we want. When our feeling, when our pastor speaks about um, repentance, then we cry. But we're coming to repent next year. Why? Because there's no demand. So when they say, well, you know, in that your church, you focus on pity. No, because I represent something. I represent dedication. I represent you, you give your whole life into something. Your entirety. What are you saying? Let me close, man. Just go for restraint.